Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. to the Inspired Evolution and it is such a treat to be here today. Today, extra treat, extra sprinkles on your green juice here with Tyler Tolman. How are you, brother? Fantastic, my brother. Thanks for having me. Such a treat to have you here. For those tuning in to Tyler for the first time, he's a speaker, event facilitator, fundamentally a leading authority on natural health and longevity. He promotes health through fasting, juice fasting, nutrition. Um, there's a massive philosophy around simplicity in there, which I really resonate with. And so really, really excited to have you here today, bro. Blessings. I'd love to know a little bit, just uh, provide some context to the whole story of, um, I know there's a, like the classic archetype of the wounded healer, but let's just dive in super deep. Where did your story around health start, man? What's going on in there? Yeah, so I would say just quickly that I was raised standard American diet. Uh, I was raised by my mother, who was quite poor, um, and it was you know just my mother. So traditional school system, traditional everything in America, you know, Western United States type of feel. Yep. And you know, I felt suppressed. I felt you know the school system, sit down, shut up, do this, do that. Um, you know, I, I was the type that was very observant, very imaginative, very not what the system was all about. So, yeah, yeah I felt a bit suppressed and unloved, um, to be honest. And I didn't know I was unloved and suppressed. <laughs> it's just the way the world was. And what really changed it for me is I had an opportunity when I was about 13 years of age to go stay with my father. Uh, and my father had a 200-acre farm with peacocks and swans and ducks and you know, rolling hills and, and ponds and, and he was running fasting programs. Mm. So I, I came into an environment of people that were sick with skin conditions, cancer, heart disease, you name it. Um, and just, you know, I was a very observant youth. Mm. So I was making juices, I was connecting with people and I watched people go from very, you know, suppressed and like masks to like layers and layers and layers shedding to where they fully opened up. And it was like every morning we were hugging each other. We were walking, we were sun gazing, we were detoxifying. And, and really my dad was just facilitating this beautiful transformation that would happen, you know, over a couple of weeks. And I saw people go from like sick and totally mindset of I'm going to die to like, you know, color back in their skin and feeling alive and like, holy shit, I, I believe I can heal myself. So that was the big kind of turning point of like, wow, wow you know, life, life can be different. Like people mm -hmm. can love each other. You know, I, I, I had this like heart opening experience and then I'd go back and have another year in traditional America. Yeah, in the matrix. <laughs> Very much so. And that happened for a few years. So it gave me the perspective of, you know, what life could be like and what life was like over here. And eventually, like, 
going down the rabbit hole of, you know, McDonald's and crap foods and all the traditional stuff, like I eventually, you know, I was sick. Like I smoked a pack of cigarettes every day. I smoked weed. I was getting into drugs. And, you know, I realize now, like that's because I was back home. I wasn't loved. Mm. I went to substances. Coping mechanisms for sure, bro. Yeah, totally. And then eventually I was like, I was suicidal enough that it was like, I need to make a choice. I either go dedicate my life to this way of living and my father and helping people or, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be here basically. Mm. Challenging. It's a blessing that you had that connection and that, um, that template to fall into almost like at least you could see. Totally. And I had that opportunity. As soon as I called him up, I was 16 at that point called him up crying and just saying, dad, if I can't live with you and be around you and your way of life, like, I don't know if I want to continue in life. Mm. And, and he was just like, yep, have your mom take you to the airport tomorrow. I've been waiting for this time. Come live with me, help me, you know, with everything that I do and building a business together. And he was just starting a new business. So I got from day one, like just the stuff on the whiteboard, like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to create this company. We're going to create all natural shampoo, conditioners, whole foods, teach people about fasting, all this sort of stuff. And I was just like, I was on man. I was yeah, just fully alignment. When it falls in, like, it falls in hard. <laughs> totally. And so I dedicated my life to that. And I was his greatest promoter. Like I went out like, singing praises it was just yeah. kind of in me yeah and we built multi-million dollar businesses together and and then eventually you know like i'm like okay well now it's time for me to go out and Shit, look at different it. gurus and study and go to university and you know get my own nutrition and all these other things and understand things from a scientific more of a scientific foundation as well and then you know, my, my gig has been kind of like proving everything that my father taught from a more scientific perspective, whereas he was just intuitive and teaching from a learning space, basically. Mm. Do you think there's a, there's an issue there or an issue, or it touches on a pain point um, that modern society has is that we need, we there's a disconnect to our intuition. We kind of need someone like you to come along and bring the hard science along with the facts um, to really, I guess, pin us down with the facts to really get us to change? Yeah. Well, there's, there's naturally different people. There's the intuitive, right brain, imaginative feeling into things, people. And then there's your very factual left brain need to see the science and the results and all that data. Mm. And the problem is like, even the right brain people are molded into that model of, well, you need the science and you have to have this and this is the school and this is how it goes. So some people naturally find it, but most people are kind of put into that box and they need to see the science and the results over and over and over to be like, oh, you know, intuitively, we all know what's good for us. Like, Mm. you know, eat fruits and vegetables, go for a walk, drink water, don't be a dickhead. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? The basic stuff. Yeah. But because it actually is the simple things that matter most, like just drinking water every day and going for a walk, like Mm. because it's those simple things that matter most, like because they're simple, we just overlook it. We don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're not hydrating first thing in the morning. In fact, we're dehydrating by eating straight away or having a coffee straight away, Mm -hmm. or, you know, we're not getting the basic walk. Then we're not shitting like detoxing, Mm-hmm. You know, drinking water and going for a walk is what human beings have been doing for millions of years. Like yeah. every every culture that lives anywhere, like they get up, they walk to their water source, they bathe, they drink, they do that mm-hmm. thing. But now that we have it all just provided, it's like we kind of just skip it. Mm, yeah, comfort and convenience, uh, slow death by comfort and convenience. <laughs> Totally. So it's reminding people of the simple things that are the foundational principles. Right. And principle is like, that's the pillar. Mm. You know, so many people are looking to, oh, I need the magic thing. I need the pill. I need the herb. I need the sacred food from the freaking deep well of the Himalayas to be healthy. It's like, no, you just need to drink clean water, go for a walk, eat some basic whole foods in season, have a positive mindset. Yeah, get in the sun and you know get a tan, develop some vitamin D. Don't buy into the hype and the bullshit that it causes cancer and fruits got too much sugar and there's no nutrients in the soil anymore. <laughs> so you have to live on freaking pills that are plastic. Like, mom 
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You know what I mean? This is the society we live in. We're taught that, you know, food doesn't have nutrition anymore. So you got to live out of plastic bottles mm-hmm. and the sun's causes cancer. And so you got to put this petrochemical on your skin to be safe. Like, yeah. So there's consistent insulation oh. and suppression. Yeah. And I think that's, um, that's fascinating. I didn't expect the conversation to take this turn so early, but I'm glad we're going this deep, which is, you know, that whole idea about suppression, um, you know, and then ex- like expression, I think a big part of, you know, I, I've watched a couple of your talks and you talk a lot about, you know, it's important to get out there doing what you love. Um, and, you know, I've got my own personal agenda in this question. The Inspired Evolution is all about helping people live the life they love. Um, and fundamentally, I see myself as carving out a space in health. Um, but most people don't put those two things together. It's like, what does purpose have to do with your health? And it's like, actually, you got to do what you love. <laughs> totally. I can speak to that if you'd like. Please. (laughs) So everything is vibration. Like Mm -hmm. if you study ancient hermetic principles, we'll realize like everything is vibrating. Everything is moving. Everything is about energy. You know, the whole law of similarities or law of vibration that people talk about, law of attraction, Mm -hmm. a thing like unto itself is drawn. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if my vibration dictates my my level of health, And a lot of people don't understand this on an actual fundamental solid basis. They're just like, oh, yeah, raise your vibration. Well, what does that mean? It's not just smoking a joint. Yeah, what's the grounded, integrated, real-life version of that? Yeah, that's it. And so it's like when we really look at it, the highest vibrations are sound Mm. because in the beginning was the word, the sound, and the sound said, let there be light, and then light came into existence. So we have sound. Music moves us. Mm. We all know it. We all feel it. And we Mm. can change our moods and our vibrations and our emotions through music if we use that as a tool then being in the sun you know we're basically like plants except for we don't have roots we can actually get up and walk (laughs) around you know but we take in sunlight and we it's one of the most critical hormones for all the functionings of the human body the endocrine system uh it prevents depression you know there's Mm -hmm. sad which is seasonal affective disorder leads to suicide and all kinds of disease so so sound, sunlight, light condenses to gases, breathing deeply, you know, deep breathing exercises can heal us, can detox us because we're getting rid of acid, we're alkalizing and oxygenating the body. So each one of these principles is so profound, you know, sound, sunlight, deep breathing, and then plants take in all of these things and eating those plants because they're high vibrational. When I say like a thing like unto itself is drawn, if I'm eating and getting in the sun and doing all these high vibrational things, I attract more high vibrational relationships, higher vibrational foods and whatever into my life. Now, passion, the word passion, pass ion, Mm -hmm. ions are like units of energy. So when I'm in my passion, I'm passing ions throughout my body. When I'm on stage speaking, when I'm on this podcast and I'm talking about the things that I love, it's the passion building in me. I don't need food. You know, I don't need all these other things because I'm in my passion. And I observe this. Like when I run 10-day programs, fasting programs, educational programs, you know, I have a couple juices and I'm sorted. I don't really need food. I so, totally relate to what you're saying because today's Wednesday and today's podcasting day for me and the day that I do the podcast I'm in the studio today's the day I fast and oh yeah and so I'm filled completely by these conversations I liken it to dropping into flow but I love the way you've described that passing ions 
Yeah, and I talk about, you know, longest lived cultures and inventors. Like, you know, there's these basic principles, you know, breathe deeply, clean air. Clean air is a major factor in all human health. Hmm. In fact, there's huge studies that have been done showing that one of the main factors in early death is actually air pollution, which people aren't aware of. So, but you know, air, water, sunshine, exercise, movement, uh, whole foods, positive relationships, and passion, these are the foundational principles. But if you find somebody who's like super passionate, like you know, somebody who's like discovering something in their garage and building or just super passionate about whatever it is they're doing. I've noticed that there are people super passionate that smoke cigarettes, never drink water, eat the shittiest diet, have crappy relationships because they're so focused on their passion that they don't care what anybody yeah. thinks. Obsessed. <laughs> like an obsessed passion, but the passion gets them out of bed early. It keeps them going. And these people will still live to be a hundred years old, mm. even though they didn't follow the other principles. Now, you know, obviously if they drank the clean water and breathed the clean air and did all these things, they could yeah, have imagine. so much more clarity and passion longer mm. but yeah it's it's a big piece it's it's a big piece and when people don't know why they're here they don't have a purpose they're not really passionate about anything mm. that's typically when we see major sickness or major accidents you know they have a big you know they get hit by a car they get in a car accident something happens you know and i'm a believer in universal principles and laws of the cosmos i don't yeah you know I believe in something divine, mm -hmm. you know, that divinity is in us and all around us and we're being guided. So when you're not in, if you haven't found your passion and purpose in life, or you're not at least being passionate about something, then something's going to hit you to get you in the right direction. And that might be cancer. That might be a major disease condition, chronic fatigue, this or that. Um, to get you to be like, oh, wow, I need to get back to foundational principles, discovering who I am. You know, and this is where the history of kind of fasting comes from to get people to go internal and discover more about who they are and what they're about. Right. So the, the idea that the light follows the darkest night sort of thing, you know, there's a, something being, you know, a speaker and a coach comes up again and again, which is, you know, stress is actually your ally. You know, there's this demonization of stress when really it's like the, I would love to do the work that stress does for you. You know, stress is calling you into balance, you know, and that's the same mission that, you know, I think both of us share, which is trying to bring people back into alignment, reminding them of certain things. And I think that's really, Really wonderful the way you put that. So describe to us a little bit more about what fasting is doing for us in that space, like bringing us naturally more inwards. But yeah, you, you started on it. Yeah. So, you know, you talk about, you know, you mentioned this thing of suppression. Mm. So, you know, what people don't realize, we're all addicts. You know, we like to point fingers. Oh, that person smokes cigarettes. They're addicted. They're killing themselves. Oh, that person's on heroin or cocaine or that person smoking methamphetamine. So they're an addict and they need help. They've got major problems. Every time you're pointing a finger at anybody else, you got at least three pointing back at you. So it's like, oh, look at the addict. Well, you are an addict too. You just, we, society doesn't recognize that, you know, eating, certain types of food all day, every day yeah. is a suppression, is an addiction. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the thing. When you fast, you're eliminating essentially the number one addiction that everybody has, which is constantly suppressing everything through their food. We get high on food. There's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. You wake up and you have some sausages and bacon and eggs and butter on your toast. You are stoned. <laughs> like you are high whether you realize it or not you're just like Aw. you know and people learn to you know there's very functional alcoholics <laughs> right there's very functional foodaholics <laughs> food addicts right yeah um but we don't think about it that way and so a lot of times we have emotional stuff going on from our childhood we have emotional stuff going on from parents we got emotional stuff going on from our whatever's happening in our life and i find that you know, the deepest roots of trauma that people typically have are from 
childhood and you know how they interacted with mom and dad and how they interacted in school and teachers and people in general and most people are highly traumatized by either mom or dad or society in general and so what happens is that trauma creates triggers and then we go through life constantly re-experiencing these triggers and recreating certain scenarios i get in a relationship this person fucked me over and then I get into another one and the same thing happens. All men must be assholes or all women are sluts or whatever it is we tell ourselves about the world. And what's really happening is we are recreating these scenarios until we figure it out and get it and be like, Oh, this is actually just a belief system. What's going on. But I find when we have triggers, Oh, this person's being this way what we do instead of confronting it and being conscious and communicating and working out the details of what's going on to evolve through it, we typically like, well, you know, stuff you, I'm just going to eat my Big Mac or I'm just going to drink a coffee and crack on over here. I'm going to drink beer, alcohol. And I'm not saying any of these things are bad. I'm just saying that we have these things that we go to, you know, and we end up eating the same vibrational foods as the vibration that's being experienced. What I mean by that is if I have a fight with my partner, I don't feel like eating mangoes and papayas and <laughs> a, green, a green salad and having juices and smoothies. Yeah. I have a fight with my partner. I'm just like, F you, I want to you know, drink alcohol and eat a burger, have some pizza or eat something very dense mm. to like suppress the emotion that I'm feeling. Mm. And every time we suppress an emotion, we're creating the lower vibration to create more of that emotion. Yeah. If that makes sense. And we can go, we, we can heal both ways. We could be like, you know what, I'm going to be conscious and communicate and learn to not become super reactive and evolve here. And then I believe people discover, Oh, I actually am more attracted to having a juice. I'm, I find people that teach me about, fasting or teach me about whole foods all of a sudden i'm more attracted to having a smoothie eating some fruits this type of thing the thing like unto itself is drawn and if i have really bad relationships if i have major depression if i have suicidal tendencies if i have all these types of things i can come over here and be like you know what i am only going to eat mangoes and papayas and have smoothies and juices and the vibration is so high that I will pull myself out of depression and suicidal tendencies and other things until my vibration matches that. Right. Either way is not easy and we need to be committed to the process, but a thing like unto itself is drawn. It's the, it's a law of vibration. And, you know, hopefully if you have any listeners out there that don't know what they're passionate about, they are depressed. They do have some of these things going on. Don't know what their purpose is in life we can go into these higher vibrational foods and ways of living and things, even though it doesn't feel good, we can do it and it'll create detoxification and other types of things. And eventually it's all of a sudden you'll be like, wow, I have an energy and a clarity. And this is where like, or you can skip even the papayas and mangoes and go to the juices. So this process was called fast, faster and fastest. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay. And so if you want to heal, there's fast way to heal. There's yeah. a faster way to heal and there's the fastest way to heal. If you want to discover your purpose and your passion and have energy, there's a fast way to get there. There's a faster way to get there and there's a fastest way. Mm. And this is fast was considered fruit. Right. And this might trip a lot of people. Oh, you know, there's all this stuff about fruit, but fruit moves fast through the digestive system. Mm -hmm. It's the highest source of antioxidants and astringents that clean the lymphatic system, clean out the digestive system. Um, and, you know, for people who have a really bad digestive system or have a lot of toxicity, you start eating fruit, you feel sick mm. because it starts to move the toxins. And so people sometimes eat fruit and they're like, oh, that made me sick or, oh, I got candida or, oh, it's too much sugar. Well, that's because your body's reacting and fermenting because it's not moving. Yeah, it's on its way out. Yeah, so just by eating fruit, you're going to very fast, you're going to heal in a very fast way and clean things out. And the more clean we get internally, the more clear we get up here, as above, mm. so below. Yep. And a lot of people are skipping the fruit and just going into the juice. When you go into the juice, you can then use the vegetable kingdom 
you know, fruits or vegetables, the greens and things like that as well. Um, so juicing is a faster way to heal, a faster way to get rid of these suppressing addictions because what happens is anytime you stop suppressing, your triggers are going to become more obvious. Your pain is going to become more obvious. Your emotions are going to come up and become more obvious. And most people, when they like get, become super emotional because they're not, they don't have the tool to suppress, yeah. they're like, I don't like this. I'm not doing it. I need food. Mm. This is what people say. Fasting isn't for me. I need food. <laughs> yeah, because you got so much suppressed emotion <laughs> that you can't deal with yourself. Yeah. So, you know, there's, and there's different ways to do it. Like you could come to a juice fast with 30 people, um, you know, and have a lot of support and a lot of things going on to make it a lot easier. Mm. You know what I mean? And get through that process maybe the first time. But the higher way is like, you know, fasting and really having nobody around. Mm. So back in ancient Egypt, they had something called per onks. Per onks meant the house of life. You know, the onk being this whole you know, kind of symbolism here. Right. Uh, so at the house of life, it was a temple and they had, you know, hospitals attached mm. uh, and physicians and this entire thing. When you were sick, you would go there and they would actually give you a room to stay in that was empty. And they'd be like, you need to actually just be in this room. And they would give people just the essentials, whether that be water or juices or whatever it was, because they basically just needed time Mm -hmm. to not suppress whatever was going on. They said, basically, when somebody's sick, it's because they're mentally told themselves a lie and they're caught up in unreality. Mm -hmm. And when we actually just take time, three days, typically, mm -hmm. they put them in there for three days. Within three days, you sort it all out. Oh, you know, I just, you know, I'm sick. I'm whatever. I got these bullshit beliefs and stuff going on and negative emotions. And I worked it all out myself. Transition through it. It's kind of like a kid. When a kid's totally out of balance, what do we do? Well, go to your room. They go to their room. They throw a fit. And then all of a sudden, they're playing with their toys, and they figure it out, and they're fine. And when they're better, they can come out. That's actually, like, legit. You know, like, go to your room until you figure it out and then come out. And we as human beings have natural mechanisms for working out our own bullshit, so to speak. Mm. So fast, faster, and fastest was fruit just on fruit because it's not suppressive. Mm. My, uh, my, my staff here in Bali just brought me this. Ah, yum. <laughs> so, as you can see, you know, I've, I've got my, she made me a big carrot apple juice. <laughs> That's the benefits of living here in Bali. Um, so love it. Fast fruit, faster juices. And then fastest is water. So the fastest way to heal our bodies physically, scientifically, and emotionally is on water, but it's not going to be easy. And some people need to learn to crawl before they walk, and they need to walk before they run, and they need to run before they sprint. Yep. And what I mean by that is a lot of people hear about fasting, like, I'm going to do a water fast. It's like, well, you've never even done a fruit diet. Mm. You've never even done a juice fast. And now there's people like, oh, I've heard about dry fasting. I'm just going to go breathe air for five days. Yeah. Nice. It's like, whoa, wait a second. Like, you know, maybe eat some fruit first. Like, mm. Yeah. And I think even on that point, like it's, in, it's important when you're doing, like even if you consider a water fast, you know, you're getting people connected to the source and the quality of the water that you're consuming. We talked a little bit about air, but fasting on tap juice is not necessarily the best thing in some of these developed worlds. Absolutely not. You know, there's chlorine in the water, which kills digestive bacteria. So you're destroying your gut by drinking fluoride. Mm. Now, you know, they put, sorry, chlorine. They put chlorine in the water for a reason because it kills pathogens and bacteria and viruses and that sort of stuff. So there's, there's a reason for it, but you can filter that out when it gets to your house. And that's highly important. Either spring water, distilled water, a really good filter, maybe alkalizing the water, put a pinch of salt in it, which will help yeah. the body to uptake it. Simple things like this, speaking to your water, you know, Dr. Masuru Emoto. Oh, what a weapon. <laughs> yeah, like I went to Japan um, and took, you know, some, some of my energetic pieces, big crystal bowl and the stuff and met with Emoto and all of his scientists and they were doing some pretty amazing things, yeah. proving that you know, our energy and what we say in the environment, even music, you were playing the guitar earlier, 
these things actually have a profound effect on water. And then if we realize, oh, I'm 70% water <laughs> at least, that vibration is having a major effect, you know, on everything. So good stuff. Way. Yeah, love it. So there's a piece that we, um, we slightly touched on in there. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, but the whole, the idea that, you know, you eat and you're stoned, um, this is something that, you know, I've kind of referred to as digestion is just one of the most underrated processes your body goes through, you know, mm. the amount of GABA it consumes in your intestines to be processing all that. And then your brain going into fog mode and people just accept that as, Oh, I've got the three, uh, 3 PM slump, you know, and it's like, actually, you know, there's, I'm doing four, like generally on a, on a Wednesday, I do four interviews with highly in intelligent people such as yourself and sitting down. And that's the day I choose to fast because that's the day I'm most clear, <laughs> but it sounds so counterintuitive. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Can you speak to that yeah. about the clarity and the gut and the mind and what's going on and all around all of that with fasting? Yeah. Well, they say as above, so below. So, you know, this is the major breakthroughs that are happening in the medical world and scientific world with, you know, scientists and physicians and all this sort of thing is the gut microbiome is our immune system. Um, you know, serotonin, melatonin, like all these other hormones that are working through the body and doing things are actually more so created in the gut. Um, it's the bacteria in our gut as well that has a more powerful impact as our immune system than anything else. Like our, our gut is a major part of our immune system. It's a major part of breaking down the nutrients and creating the B vitamins for energy. So we need like, you know, all of the variety and communities of bacteria inside of us to perform all kinds of different actions. And really the, the worst thing you could do is take antibiotics and destroy that biome that you've established, you know, your entire life. And, you know, depending on what somebody eats, like your microbiome changes to assist in whatever diet you're on, whether you're on a ketogenic diet, a paleo diet, a vegan diet, a plant-based diet, any type of what you're actually eating, your gut microbiome will will do its best to keep you alive and thriving by modifying itself. Mm. Um, I might, might have gotten a little bit off track there, but yeah. So when our gut, when our digestive system, especially the colon, mm. so you know the way everything works is we chew, we got these enzymes that break things down, it goes into the stomach, that's where a lot of the carbohydrates are coming out and that's where we're digesting proteins small intestine then we have all the enzymes from the pancreas and liver and bile and breaking down fats and getting then the bacteria are the ones really getting all the b vitamins and all the all the amazing stuff functioning the way that it should in the colon that's where the leftover bits that's where the mineral content and some of the leftover pieces are being broken down and our brains, a lot of people think like the brain runs on fat. That's not true at all. Our brain runs on minerals and glucose. Mm. So a lot of the mineral content and things that are meant for our brain are happening in the colon. And what I find in most people, because I do iridology and sclerology, as soon as I look into somebody's eyes, I can see like, wow, colon's majorly clogged or there's plaque. There's actual, you know, thick, disgusting stuff that builds up. Just like in our arteries, we have atherosclerotic plaque that builds up and people get heart disease. Just like people with dementia, they have what's called lipofuscin or amyloid plaque that builds up in the brain. Plaque typically starts to accumulate in the colon. And then once the plaque is building up there and impinging things from detoxification, then all of a sudden we get plaque builds up in different places and eventually we, we're labeled with a disease. Mm. So if you go back to Hippocrates... Hippocrates was right. He said, all disease begins in the gut. That's what he said. And you know, I've battled with that for a long, 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 long time. Like, mm -hmm. well, it can't be all disease. You know, a lot of the diseases, yes, but can't all. And like, man, like every time, like I'm seeing these new diseases and doing research, it's like something going back to the gut, some type of congestion. It's so not even just we physical could, stuff. It's like emotional stuff as well, depression and this sort of stuff. Yep. Well, yeah, like in university, like I did a university degree in nutrition, right? And in university, at some of the first classes, like I'm shocked that they actually teach this in university. They say when you're eating a meal, 
if you are emotional, angry, upset, sad, like if you're emotional while you're eating, the negative emotion actually shuts off, shuts down pepsin and hydrochloric acid, and we're not digesting our food properly. So physically, it is physical, but a lot of the physical congestion is caused by our emotions. Mm. When somebody, you know, let's say, you know, a woman, uh, you know, was, had a major issue with a man, and now she's in a relationship where she's being triggered. If she's holding on to her environment, like holding on to the negative things being said, her colon is literally holding on to the shit that is going on in her life. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So you can be super profound for the listeners to really let that sink in and drop in. Totally. Yeah. Take a deep breath on that one. So you can be eating good food, but if you're holding on to the emotional stress in your life, it's not moving through the digestive system. I don't care if it is, you know, avocados or McDonald's, mm-hmm. obviously McDonald's is going to be a lot easier to hold on to and create plaque and destroy your colon. <laughs> Sticky. But, I, <laughs> but even if it is like something that's healthier, mm. it's still going to get stuck and it's not moving. So first and foremost, you're snacking on some nuts, you know, some breads, some, you know, healthier types of foods, whatever it is. When you're emotional, you're not digesting it properly. Yeah. And then it's, you're holding on to it in the colon. Mm. So, for example, like when I'm doing iridology and I see these big, you can actually see these black lines in the iris in the area of the colon, that's like a place in the colon that's actually where the plaque is accumulated. Mm. And when I see that, I tell them, look, you've got this area of plaque, and if it gets worse and worse, it'll create leaky gut, it'll create all these other scenarios. Yep. So, first and foremost, let's do some physical colon cleansing. And maybe a little bit of fasting because the, the juices and the liquids start to loosen everything up. And maybe after you do that for a while, you do another colon cleanse and then it breaks loose. Mm. And you're holding on. If it's on the right side, you are holding on to something with a male. Mm. If it's on the left side, you're holding on to something having to do with a female. Mm. And that is so accurate. Like I look in someone's eyes. I don't know anything about them. Could be a man, could be a woman. And I'm like, there is one man in your life where you got some major shit and they're just like, how do you know this? Like, yeah, I've got this one guy that just triggers me. I fucking hate him. Like, he's my partner, but it just doesn't work. And I'm always constantly stressed. It's like, yeah, exactly. Well, you have the power to communicate and to work that out. Mm. It's actually effect on a physical level so you need to do something about it or cut the relationship and move on but if you just cut you'll probably attract it somewhere else yeah the void fills itself up yeah and so you know the colon what most people don't realize the colon is the main system of detoxification Mm. so my liver has channels to the colon to dump its waste my kidneys my lungs like every organ of the body has waste that it has to get rid of Every cell in the body produces energy and has waste to get rid of. So a lot of that happens, you know, it's like the whole sewage system of the body dumps everything in the colon. And then when I poo, it gets rid of all that acid and all that waste. It's mm. pretty easy to understand. That's, that's the sewage system of the body. Mm. So when a little bit of colon builds up in an area, a little bit of plaque, sorry, builds up in an area of the colon, that might be related to where my liver dumps its toxicity. Mm. So now if I have plaque build up, those tubules that are the detoxification channels for my liver are now blocked. Now my liver can't detox the way it's supposed to. Mm. And then when the liver becomes toxic, there's emotional tendencies as well that tend to come up. People with liver disease most likely have anger issues and resentment issues. Mm. And it's like, which came first, the egg or the chicken? Like, did this person have major anger and resentment and then the liver got backed up? Mm -hmm. Or did the liver get backed up and toxic and then they, and it's the law of vibration. Typically people that are angry and have major resentment drink alcohol, which also destroys the liver. You know what I mean? And it's just like, you just, you know, going down that path or it could be the kidneys, you know, which is related to a completely different emotion or it could be the lungs all around like depression and grief. And so understanding health, understanding a whole human being from a holistic perspective Mm. that mental and emotional have a major impact on your health. 
but your physical, what you do has a major impact on your health. Your spiritual level of connection and being and passion has a major effect on your health. Like, and then approaching it from a holistic perspective, what I've found when you work on the mental and emotional and the physical really together, you, you have profound healing that can take place. Brilliant. Thank you so much for sharing that. I want to weave into the next part of the conversation is a lot of your work is focused on healing. You know, you've got a, you've trademarked heal thyself, you know, there's like this mass. And for those that want to tune in, check out YouTube, check out heal thyself. There's a lot of amazing, amazing information there. Um, but day to day, like, you know, there's, obviously we don't always need healing or do we always need healing? I know I have my own perspective around there in terms of where society's at and the need to consistently detox, but I'd love to get your thoughts on that. Yeah. So this is a very profound thing to know Mm. because, you know, I talk about detoxification, you know, Mm. Hey guys, come and do a big detox. But the truth is we are all detoxing all the time. (laughs) And so I even have conversations like, Hey, come to my detox retreat. And I literally have had medical doctors in my audience say that's bullshit. Detoxification is a myth. (laughs) And I'm like, Oh really? Okay. (laughs) Let me, let me ask you a question, doctor. Do you shit? (laughs) Uh, Of course I do. What do you call that? Uh, You know, it's called removal of waste. Okay, well, what's the definition of detoxification? It's a removal of waste. (laughs) So if you shit, you're removing waste. Well, what if you can't shit? Then what happens? If the digestive system gets backed up, the sewage system gets backed up, more toxicity. And then the doctor's like, oh, well, I guess that kind of makes sense. Okay, So detoxification is the process of opening up this channel of elimination so that you can get rid of the waste that maybe you haven't been getting rid of due to your diet, your lifestyle, your emotions, and your stuff. Some people shit once every two to three days. No shit. Like some people don't only have one bowel movement a day or one every two days. Some people only poo once a week. And these are people that are eating three meals a day. (laughs) So the fact is, when we eat a big meal, mm-hmm. there's triggers in the brain that says, hey, we've just had a big meal, send peristaltic action, that's an electric wave that goes through the system, to remove, to go poo, to make room for the next meal coming in. Mm-hmm. Stomach fills up, triggers, peristaltic action, we should go poo. Within about an hour to two hours, if you have a big meal, within one to two hours, you should have a bowel movement. That's the most natural flow for mm-hmm. everyone. Right. Like that's just a natural, you know, like some people, oh, I'm different. You know, maybe I'm not supposed to poo for every two to three days. Like, no, 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 no. This is how the body works. This is science. Like if you Mm. eat a big meal, you should have this trigger and go potty. But if you're dehydrated, if you're stressed, if you're not eating enough fiber, if you're not walking and getting the whole system moving, it doesn't happen. Like if you wake up and drink a liter of water and go for a walk every day, the hydration and the walking actually gets that process happening without a meal. All right. So basically, there's four channels of elimination. Four. Mm-hmm. Defecation, urination, perspiration, and respiration. That's pooping, peeing, sweating, and breathing. Mm-hmm. All of these mechanisms have a profound effect at removing waste and getting the system back to an alkaline, higher operating type of system. Mm -hmm. Now, our body goes through actual cycles every day. We go through a cycle of appropriation, taking in foods, digestion. We go through a process of assimilating nutrients in the digestive system. And once that's finished, we go into a process of detoxification, which is the removal of all the waste products that came in. This is why we go to sleep at night. Like if we didn't sleep, people would probably just eat 24-7 and kill themselves because they would, they would never allow their bodies to detox. <laughs> so I teach people about these cycles, right? Yeah. And it's like, and when you're sleeping at night, your body goes into detox. That's why when you wake up in the morning, if you're toxic, you have like a thick film on your tongue, you feel a bit groggy. That's because your body's in detoxification. What most people do is they eat straight away, which takes you out of detox, puts you back into digestion. But that's not, the, that's not the best way to go. If you're feeling toxic and heavy in the morning, you should be supporting detoxification. Mm. So I wake up in the morning, I hydrate so I can pee more. 
Mm. I go for a long walk and I have a good poo. Mm. You know, and if these things aren't happening because I've been flying, I've been stressed, I've been working, I've been maybe eating a little bit off track, you know, I'm human too, mm. and I'm backed up, I support the process. So I might actually do an enema because shit's not moving and I'm feeling toxic, and that helps everything to flow. Mm. Or I might do a colon cleanse, or I might just eat a lot of fiber that day, a lot of apples, celery, you know, fruits and vegetables to get things moving for a couple of days till I feel better, and then I can go back to my regular routine. But I believe. If people want to live a really long life and be healthy and have mental clarity and find their passion, all this stuff, we need to observe that there are natural cycles of nature and live in attunement with them, not against them. And that looks like peeing, pooing, sweating, and breathing every morning. Mm. And if you look at the most vibrant people on earth, you'll probably find out their morning routine is epic. They hydrate themselves. They do yoga. They do some type of physical training. They sit in a sauna. They're doing some deep breathing exercises. You know, this is it. This, this is it. Like those four things you want to do every single day. And what I would say is, you know, I'm a big proponent of fasting. I've been running a clinical fasting program for cancer patients, heart disease, Lyme disease, skin conditions, digestive conditions, you know, for the last 10 years. So I've seen clinically what we can do to help people to wow. heal. Mm-hmm. working with doctors and stuff. I have all the blood results. I have, I've done it. Like I've proven it. And this is what I do when I go on tour. I show people the actual science and the people that have healed and what they've healed from, et cetera. But what I would say is if we just lived in, in a natural type of way, we wouldn't need to go do a long water fast or you know, 20 days on juices. We wouldn't need to do any of that. Like if we mm-hmm. just lived in alignment with nature, get up, go for a long walk, drink the water, have a good poo, sit in the sauna occasionally, do some deep breathing, move your body and stretch. Like, you know, your body will figure it out. Mm. So anyway, that's uh, that's a little bit about the whole, you know, kind of process that we could be doing on a daily basis to improve our life and to really understand what detoxification is. I absolutely love that. I could listen to you talk about this all day, but I'm also conscious <laughs> of the time and the energy yeah. that we have here together. Um, so where would, um, you know, I know it's a bit, I know it's a bit of a, you know, you've, you've laid out a lot of different patterns um, in terms of what we need to address and they're all very accessible. I think this is what I love the most is the simplicity that you preach. And I think um, one of my favorite quotes is if you can't explain it to a kid, it's probably bullshit or something like I'm paraphrasing something. Einstein. Einstein. No. <laughs> if you can't yeah. explain it to a child, it's probably not true. Yeah, right. So I love that about your work as well, is that it's it's super straightforward. There's no there's no, you know, it it's difficult to sell people stuff like just move a little bit, just go for a walk. What about my gym membership? No, just go for a walk, mate. Like, calm down. <laughs> go to the gym. You you know, you walk to the gym. You know, people like <laughs> Drive ten miles to, Just to walk on a ride treadmill. a stationary bike. <laughs> Whatever, like gyms are great. You know, some people need the motivation of somebody standing there. Yeah. And because you know, I'm the same way. I'll do a lot more if I'm just somebody's just standing there. Like, okay, do it. <laughs> you know, but at some point for me personally, like doing that for years, it's like, okay, I can do this on my own in the comfort of my own home. So I teach people kind of like just the basic foundational things, Mm. like the basic movements, but are profound. Like thousands of years ago, they taught this ancient martial arts technique of how to wake up the body. And Mm. it takes like 15 minutes. Like you just take 15 minutes to move each one of the joints, get your lymphatic system opened up and moving, get your nervous system open and all the channels you know, which we see as meridians from the traditional Chinese medicine, like 15 minutes a day, you get your body's ready then to go. Mm -hmm. Another 15 minutes and we can open up our endocrine system so that we don't have thyroid problems, adrenal problems, pituitary, reproductive issues. And this is also another profound exercise that was taught. So 15 minutes, 15 minutes, you're looking at like 30 minutes time and you're, you're fully open and attuned and ready to go. You know, and what I tell people is whether you do that process, like that's what I teach in my programs, Mm -hmm. whether you do that process or not, bare minimum, wake up, drink water and walk. Mm. That's it. Yeah. Foundation. Accessible. That's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. So that's perfect. Um, Mm. I'd love to find out what keeps you inspired. 
to keep going. Obviously, there's a lot that's, you know, filtering in there, a lot of information, a lot of science coming in, a lot of, you know, there's, especially with the way health is moving at the moment, you know, you look at just something simple, like people have an opinion on charcoal and it goes one way and then it goes the other, then it goes one way and then it goes the other. And it's like, whoa, how do you keep up with one little thing? And I know you're across so many things, right? So, and I know it's simple, but what keeps you, like keeping it simple, but what is it that keeps you inspired to keep um, cutting edge in this space? So, you know, I could come up with all kinds of answers to that. I'm just Mm going to go straight to the truth. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, this is a tough one for a lot of people. Like I am, I am a soul uh, to a certain level of evolution. I've come back here to do this. It's just my mission in life. Like that's it. Mm -hmm. My soul has come back to this life to help others. You know, I have a genuine love of helping people. I want to see people happy. I want to see people healthy. Like that's the actual truth. Money or no, I want to help people. I want to be a good person. Um, you know, for my own level of karmic evolution and growth. Um, and just because, you know, it generally makes me happy. I have children, um, you know, and I want for my children to live in a positive, happy world, a clean space. And I know that, you know, as above, so below, as within, so without, if we are toxic internally, we will reflect and make a toxic world for ourselves. And so the more people I can educate to drink clean water and to eat fruits and vegetables and to have positive relationships and all these sorts of things, every individual, whether they're aware of it or not, has a massive impact on the planet and life in general. Mm -hmm. If, If I affect one person I pour my energy into one person and they completely get it and they transform and they're high vibing and their passion, they're living their purpose, they're eating good foods and everything else, they're going to affect so many other people. And they're also having a less impact on the environment by living a certain way. And they'll probably realize, shit, you know, I want to be a good person too and I want to help to clean up and come up with solutions. So, you know, there's so many reasons why I get out of bed every day. And I believe that when we live in alignment with the principles and flow of nature and how we're meant to live as human beings, that's the drive. Like this is the natural default state of the human experience is one of exuberance. It's one of creativity. It's one of energy. It's one of community, connection, growth, all this stuff. Like that's how we, I'm talking about all of us. That's our natural state is to be connected, be loving, have energy, have creativity, build businesses, make money, all of it. It's only that we've been suppressing ourselves without knowing it because nobody's taught this. We just, you know, believe, oh, you know what? I go to school and there's bacon and eggs and, you know, and cheese and for breakfast and there's chicken and wrap and, and, for lunch and there's beef for dinner and it's all processed and I need to drink milk for my bones, this Mm -hmm. highly cooked and processed crap from a cow, like, you know, come on. And so people just do this and then they're so suppressed Mm -hmm. and then they don't know it. And then they're just like trying to figure out like this guy's saying this, that guy's saying that, what do I do? I'm confused. Now I got some disease. I got some fungus. I got... I'm not shitting properly. Like what's going on here? And this guy's saying this, and I got to pay money to figure this stuff out. And yeah, we live in a world of information. So you got every different guru and person saying something different. It's like, who do I believe? All these authors and doctors and, mm. and, and doctors don't know anything about nutrition. That's just a fact. Like, apparently one student. class in one semester apparently is based on nutrition totally. <laughs> in a four year degree. Yeah. They might be like, Oh, make sure Make sure if they're vegan, they take B12. There you go. Have a nice day. Other than that, here's disease. Here's your freaking pharmaceutical drugs, surgeries. You know what I mean? So what I feel is we need to find somebody that we're like, wow, this is truth. Wow, I resonate with this and stick to that. Yeah. Whatever it is, whether it's me, whether it's this person, that person, whatever, find somebody that you truly vibe with who is hopefully healthy themselves yeah, and maybe helping people to heal and can prove like, Hey, look at all these people that have, that I've helped to facilitate mm-hmm. healing for. And that's why the brand is healed. Thyself. I can't heal you. 
Mm. I can't do anything for you. I got information, but if you choose to follow and do some basic principles, you can heal yourself. Which is profound because you're not letting people hand over their power. It's all about self-empowerment as well in that space. 100%. We need to own that if if I have a disease, I've created it. And instead of being like, oh, you know, poor me, this is genetic, this is just something that happened to me. No, you need to take full ownership, you know, from the ignorant space. You know, nobody ever taught you, and that's unfortunate, but, you know, it's up to us. Now that the sickness has happened, that might be the biggest blessing that you've ever received in your life. I have people that have had major forms of cancer, heart disease, you know, all kinds of different diseases that are like, that is the greatest thing that ever happened to me because it woke me up. You know, this one woman, you know, has this whole Facebook following that's awoken by cancer. Well, profound. On that deep note, I'm going to find out for those that want to get in touch with you, what's the best way to do it, Tyler? Um, HealThyself.com or Tyler Tolman, T-Y-L-E-R-T-O-L-M-A-N.com. You know, I've got this amazing group called detox and nourish through my website there's tens of thousands of people on there there's the all the content you need to learn how to fast on juices effectively Mm -hmm. open up all the channels of elimination and really facilitate your own healing on juice or water Mm -hmm. or like a raw food type a simple way of eating a raw food diet basic smoothies and fruits and meals and things like this like i said tens of thousands of people are healing themselves online it's completely free you know, when we created it, we're like, oh, it's going to be $500 per person. All, all these people bought it, you know, and, and then I just had this realization. I was like, man, like, I actually just want this to be free information. Mm. So we refunded everybody and just opened it up and said, look, this is just free. Let's just help people. And then if they want to come to a live program or they want to sign up, and become a health coach or do any of these other things, you know, at least they've got the basic information. And if it resonates with them, obviously they'll take the next step. That's beautiful, brother. Thank you so much. I really want to take this opportunity now just to to thank you, um, or not just for your time here today, um, but also just the time and energy that it goes into being the person that you are. You know, all the energy that goes into doing all the research, showing up, you know, helping people. Some of the stuff is, you know, like we've talked about shit in this episode at least a handful of times. Um, and it's not stuff that people, everybody loves talking about. Do you know what I mean? But it is nonetheless like a vital function of life and just that showing upness that it takes to consistently do that. So I just want to acknowledge not just today, but also all that energy that goes into it. And while I'm here and I've got you, I'm just going to wish you all the best (laughs) for the future as well, brother. Received. (laughs) And thank you. Much love. I appreciate it. Hey tribe, thanks for tuning in to another fun, enlightening episode of the Inspired Evolution. I've been loving all the feedback and personal stories of love, uh, health and growth. Your feedback and stories are incredibly welcome. The easiest way to connect with me is via my website, which is www.amrit-sandu.com. You can leave me a message or a comment. It's one of my highest values to connect, so I love to connect and love to hear from you. You can also find me on Facebook, Amrit Sandu. And if the content has been resonating with you, you can help the Inspired Evolution out in a big way by liking the YouTube channel, subscribing to the Inspired Evolution, or the Facebook page, like that please, at the Inspired Evolution, or by leaving a review on iTunes if you're on an Apple device. And also, if the Inspired Evolution episodes are inspiring an evolution within you, or you can feel the inspiration is valuable for your team to evolve to the next level, you can head on over to www.amrit-sandu.com to see how the Inspired Evolution can help you and your team thrive. Much love, tribe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.